As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you going, better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version Whoa. I'm never gonna give up, give up You're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show on WNHH LP 103.5 FM your home for community radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you all who are here and joining us with uh, Mr. Keith Smith Jr. on the Tom Ficklin Show. I want to thank Tom for uh, giving me the opportunity to guest host here, get some needed voices herded out into community. And one uh, that we have here today is Mr. Keith Smith Jr. with Half the Purpose. And uh, Mr. Smith, if you would like to just introduce yourself and tell us who you are and uh, where you're from, and then we'll get into discussing a little bit about Path to Purpose. All right, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Keith Smith Jr. I'm the founder and lead coach at Path to Purpose P2P. It's a tech transformational coaching practice for all those individuals, both youth and returning citizens uh, that are looking to transition their life and find their purpose. That's what's up. That's what. So, Mister Mister Smith, how did you come about this uh, ideal for Path to Purpose, and and how does it relate to your own personal journey? Well, uh, I also am uh, from the you know, urban areas of my city, Waterbury, Connecticut. And when I thought about making this program, it was basically learning, leaning on my community. support system throughout my own travels in life came from urban area backgrounds got myself off track early on in my life led me to prison and uh just going through the, the different levels of change for myself i realized uh my voice is needed in this community to help others uh when they realize that they want to change what does it actually look like for that process so that's really where it started with path to purpose okay so if somebody is going to sign up for Path to Purpose, what does that process look like? What, how, how are you working with individuals? You're working with schools? You're working with organizations? What does that look like with your interaction, engagement in the community? How do people connect with Path to Purpose? And what, what does enrolling and, and going through and graduating or completing Path to Purpose programming look like? Well, you know, we feel like, like we have uh, services that are uh, applicable to the youth before they even get into the um, justice system. But we realized that it's a possibility that we may find these individuals after. And I wanted to be able to speak to both genres of people. So we have a website that kind of speaks to the different things that we uh, un unwrap or uh, we tap into when we go through the program. Um, some of those things are, you know, we, get, we build trust, we find strength and vulnerability. We, we set goals and intentions, financial things need to be understood when you are, are going into your adulthood and in your adulthood years. We, we help people move from fixed mindset to growth mindset, build resilience and emotional intelligence. And the website allows you to be able to sign up or put your uh, your interest in uh, for me to be able to contact you or one of my advisory team to contact you to see you know, where it is. Can we service, we're, we're a for-profit company that services nonprofit government and state agencies. So. Yeah, I go to school, we work with schools, we work with community centers, we work with justice involved uh, youth and those that are returning citizens. So 
So by the website, there is a place that you can leave your name and email, and then we'll be able to contact you that way and kind of get that conversation going. But we usually contract with other entities that have access to these individuals who are basically serving them at the capacity of whatever they need. Okay. And um, what what things do you have going on currently out in the in the community? Um, I, I believe I saw you guys do a networking event in New Haven uh, a little while ago. What what other events? And how was that event? How did that go? How successful was that? Oh, that was amazing. Uh, that was amazing. I try to get out to those as much as possible. Um, I'm, I'm aligned with uh, uh, Emerge Connecticut. Uh, I'm aligned with CRI as of recently doing soft skills training for them in the prisons also. Uh, that's just me just trying to get my hat in the ring uh, to try to help these, these people. Uh, Path the Purpose is definitely uh, trying to get, uh, we're in talks with uh, CPA also to work with them. Um, what else we got going on? And there's also a school inside, a couple of schools in Hartford uh, from Capital Prep to uh, MLK uh, trying to get uh, programs into those facilities also. I've also done, uh, met, uh, what's that? Uh, what's that? I'm missing me right now. It's Hartford, another Hartford school. Um, just kind of missed my mind right now, the name of it. Uh, but they're very uh, supportive of what we do. And we're trying to get in Waterbury right here where I'm from. So, you know, aligned with a lot of things. As you know, Hang Time is another uh, community-based program that build a re-entry in. You know, I'm involved with that also because that like, it's, there's so many different ways and so many people that need help in this regard. And Path the Purpose is definitely just trying to do their part. Um, a lot of different entities offer, you know, a lot of great resources as far as housing, you know, uh, job development, job training, skills, healthcare. But a lot of times we feel like the mental and emotional being of the individual is not being met. That is our sweet spot. That is where Path to Purpose really is trying to pick up the flack. We feel like all these different resources can be given to an individual, but but they don't have right their mental and emotional stability. It can, it can still lead them to failure in some way, shape, or form because they just don't have the capacity to be able to be successful with these resources. A lot of that undealt with trauma. That's right. Urban trauma is, is very real. Okay. Well, um, I want to thank you for, for joining us in this brief time to tell people about your program, The Path to Purpose. Is there any lasting thing you would like to leave with us? Uh, don't give up on yourself. It's never too late to start your, 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 your journey of change. Um, There's no better opportune time than today. Uh, I left my website inside of the chat, pathtopurpose.io. That's pathtopurpose.io. If you want to go to the website, you can scroll to the bottom. You can leave me a message there. And like I said, me or one of my advisory team will reach out to you um, and see if whichever way we can help you. Uh, we have, we're on Instagram at path to purpose underscore underscore. We're on, we have a YouTube channel that we put motivational uh, different quotes up and, you know, have conversations. I knew about the mm -hmm. IG page with the motivation. Yeah. I seen you putting up that. I didn't know yeah. about the YouTube. I'm on YouTube. I'll put those links up there. That's great. Unless they can YouTube the links too. from their <laughs> yeah, website. Okay, definitely, definitely. Yes, YouTube, you can reach from the website, the IG. I'll put it in there right now. Great. Thank you so much for having me up here. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. There you go. All right, great. All right, so I don't know if, if that's, I have another meeting that's starting in a little bit.
That's why I just wanted to be able to come through and support, you know, the, the movement here and in, in, uh, in, 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 uh, let everybody know what's going on over here in our, in our neck of the woods. Definitely. I want to make sure you get a chance to talk on, on this platform and any other platform I get access to. I'll be make sure to reach out to you, man. I want your message. It's a positive yeah, I message. I want to get it out there. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Absolutely, man. Be easy. God bless right, you. Too. I'm here. All right. That was Mr. Uh, Keith Smith uh, Jr. And I uh, want to thank him for his uh, entertaining and inspirational messages that he gives out to the community, as well as transformative um, to help people, um, youth, and those that have been formerly incarcerated. Up next, we have uh, Mr. Kirk Wesley. Good morning. Thank Good you for morning. having me. Good morning, sir. How how are you? Thank you for joining us. I'm I'm excellent, brother. I'm excellent. How are you? Man, ten toes down. I'm sitting here talking to my brother, looking at that beautiful smile, a positive. <laughs> I got it going on, man. I can't. That's what's up. I can't, what's I can't, up. I can't. Yeah, I can't complain, man. This can't. I can't beat this. That's what's up. Well, I so, appreciate the invitation, man. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so, Kirk. Um, just starting out, one, who are you and what brings you to us today, man? Uh, yeah, so my name is Kirk Wesley. I am um, a, first of all, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a man of God, you know, um, that's, those are my identifiers off the rip, but I'm also an, an organizer, um, an entrepreneur, and uh, someone that is deeply invested and um, intimately connected with the criminal legal reform space. Um, I currently, I love that you say, sorry, I love that you say criminal legal, not criminal justice. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've tried to change my language around that, um, for the past year. Cause I feel like sometimes the, the language we use recriminalizes people, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that also justice in this system is not always justice so it's it's definitely not, blind though i'll give you that for sure for in sure some cases, sometimes it's not so blind they get who they want to get absolutely they, who they want to let go for sure so yeah i mean so um and i'm an entrepreneur and um i currently um consult with um, a group called connect congregations organized for a new connecticut connect is an interfaith um organization that works with people uh in fairfield and new haven county congregations um to be able to move the needle forward on social justice issues um and uh make an impact in our state um most notably we've been working on the clean slate law which uh, was passed in 2021, I believe, and um, is looking to be implemented this year. Um, there's been a snag with the implementation process, so we're going to be organizing to make sure that the implementation um, is done properly and correctly. But in a nutshell, that's kind of me and the work that I'm engaged in. Okay, okay. I know you do a lot of great work through your church as well. Um, you also have in program uh, with different sponsors coming up, um, City of Bridgeport, Myra, and the uh, uh, Small uh, Minority Business um, Department will also be helping out. I also uh, know that there was outreach to the uh, Bridgeport Public Library for some uh, assistance yeah. this as well. So if you want to 
enlighten us on that. Yeah, so I'm super excited. If you give me one second, I'll, sure. I'll grab the book. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not prepared for that. Give me one second. No, no. Take the time, man. So while waiting for Kurt. Yeah, no, I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, yeah, so I'm really, really excited about this event. Super excited to get the support of you uh, from the Myra office and the city of Bridgeport. So a few um, a few months back, I had a daughter, right? I had a Thank you so much. I have, she would have been on this call, but her mom came and took her, but you know, she always be on calls with me. Um, so a few months ago, I had a daughter. I already have a seven-year-old son, but you know, I, it's different when you have a daughter, right? So I, I was looking at fatherhood differently. And one day my wife came home with this book, My Seven Black Fathers, this book right here, actually. Um, can we see this? Yep, My yep. Seven Black Fathers, written by Will Juwandu. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there it is. yeah. You got your background blurred, also. Okay. Yeah, my seven yeah. black. Yep. You can see it there. Yep. Let me see if I can change my background. Okay, there it is. Yep. My okay. Seven black fathers, written by Will Jawandu. This is a, an amazing book about black fatherhood and mentorship. And as I started reading it, I was like, wow, like this is so well written, so well put together. I would love to meet this guy and talk with him. And as I started kind of reading more and realizing he was from Maryland, I started saying like, oh, I know some people in Maryland based off of some political work I did before. I reached out to one contact I had in Maryland and he put me in direct contact with Will. Um, and after having a couple conversations with him, Will has agreed to come um, to Bridgeport for Black History Month um, to have a robust discussion around Black fatherhood. You know, I think that there are so many stigmas that are attached to Black men when it comes to fatherhood, and there are so many challenges that we face. Um, so we want to have a conversation titled, you know, kind of titled Black Dads Matter, you know, and, and really uh, pinning down on the importance of Black fatherhood and mentorship of Black boys in our communities and, you know, really take a deep dive into Will's story about his seven Black fathers, which include Barack Obama, who he worked for in his administration, um, and how Will was able to reconnect with his birth father and, and build a strong relationship with him. So as a father, um, you know, I'm just like really tapped into being a dad, you know what I'm saying? And I think that this is a great opportunity to um, bring men together in the community together uh, to have this conversation. And again, shout out to you for being, uh, and Myra for being a, a sponsor. Uh, the Alliance for Community Empowerment um, is a sponsor, GBAP um, in Bridgeport is a sponsor, the uh, Bridgeport Public Education Fund is a sponsor as well. And um, a couple more uh, sponsors are lined up that haven't been confirmed yet. So we're really, really excited about this event and looking forward to it. That's amazing, man. You do a lot of great work. I know you said you're an entrepreneur, you have your own business. You you also employ individuals uh, from the reentry community. Um, For sure. And correct me if I'm wrong. You do business throughout Connecticut, but you do have uh, some work being done here in the city of Bridgeport as well, correct? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So uh, one of my entrepreneurial endeavors is I have a landscaping company. Um, and, you know, the reason why I um, 
I'm really adamant about hiring people from the reentry community because I was just as impacted for a long period of time. Um, I finally got my pardon in 2018, but before that, like I could not get a job. Like I could not get a job. Um, I went to Housatonic, the local community college, got my associate's degree, felt like I was gonna do something with that, still could not get a job. And then one day I had a mentor who said, you know, I have a landscaping company, man. You can probably come and work for me. And then he started talking to me about the business of landscaping and how well it does. And I had never thought about cutting grass. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then when I went and worked for him and I realized like, wow, this is, this is a lucrative business, but it has kind of low startup cost. You know what I mean? Um, and I just started my, and then from there, I just, started my own my own landscaping company the next summer and you know my company has grown tremendously i'm thankful um for the 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 growth of it and now i'm able to really hire people but not just hire people but teach people how to be entrepreneurs teach people how to start their own landscaping company you don't have to work for me you can go get a truck and a mower and a weed whacker and go get your own clients, you know? Okay. So it's, 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 it's a very rewarding um, business for me because I feel like it's not, I'm not just only giving people jobs. I'm giving them an opportunity to learn, to grow and to do their own thing. And a couple of people have successfully launched off on their own. I'm super proud of that. No, that's great. You mentioned doing uh, a getting a part in, in, in 2018. Did you, get assistance with your pardon or did you do that on your own? Because I know the process has changed now as of 2020 during the midst of the pandemic, they moved everything online. Yeah. And uh, we're looking here at, Ma at, at Myra at trying to uh, work with individuals and help them and assist them with getting uh, their pardons as well. So yeah. how, how was that process for you? And how does that relate to your work on the clean state legislation? Yeah, uh, great question. So um, I did it on my own um because i couldn't afford a lawyer right you know um and um it was hard it was a long daunting process and um honestly like i'm gonna keep it real with you like shout out to representative chris rosario um from bridgeport because um he i reached out to him after my application had got rejected for the second time wow. and he connected with me with um you know the under Secretary of Criminal Justice at the time, Mike Lawler. Mike Lawler came down to Bridgeport and met with me and Chris at the Starbucks in Steel Point, and he um, offered me a lot of help and insight to get my pardon done. And um, after meeting with him and staying connected with him, um, I was able to get the, the pardon um, done the right way. Um, and, and, and then successfully um, got it got got it completed in 2018 so i did it on my own and since then i've launched an initiative called pardon me where i've been um helping individuals um complete the process themselves those who maybe can't afford lawyers and things like that and yeah they switched it online um during the middle of the pandemic and it really is hard for some people who don't have like you know wi-fi capability or access to a computer or even know how or computer literate to know mm -hmm. even how to navigate a computer so i've been really helping folks just try to navigate the whole application process but also the tech piece of it so 
you know, again, that's another thing that um, I'm engaged with, but that's more on a community level. There, I mean, so on, on, a, on a couple of fronts, I, in, in trying to start doing part and workshops here through Myra, um, we do have access to some computers with one of our partners. So if you have people that need access, let me know. And then also we've been partnering with the uh, Bridgeport uh, Public Library System. They have digital literacy classes to help people walk people through stuff like that. And it's nice. and it's all free. Oh wow, I didn't know that. We 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 gotta have an offline conversation, bro. Yeah, we do. We do. We're over. <laughs> overdue. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Kurt, um, I can't thank you enough for the work that you do in the community. Um, it's I don't know how you do it, especially with the family and everything, but you do a tremendous amount of work, whether it's organizing, um, legislative policy and advocacy, downright uh personal help. Like you said, helping people understand that they can start their own business. They don't have to work for anybody. Um, but uh, kudos to you, man. I want to make sure you get your flowers while you're here, man. Man, I appreciate work. that, my brother. Thank you. And, and and you know, kudos to you too, man. You know, I, I, I've said this to you in private, but I want to say to you in public, man, I know you do a lot of different great work through Myra and just a re-entry space. And I know you face some challenges. So I give you a lot of credit, brother, for the work that you do, your consistency and your persistence, you know what I mean? And you're a great advocate and voice out here and, you know, stay encouraged, man, because you're doing phenomenal work and you're also, you know, engaging people like us on the grassroots level um, and bringing our work to the light. So, you know, shout out to you, Earl. I appreciate you and I appreciate everything that you do. Thank you, man. That, I, that goes a long way. I can't tell you, man. literally, no honestly. Keep up the good work, man. I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, we'll talk soon. Okay, brother? Yes, sir. God bless. Be safe, bro. Bless. Thank you, man. Peace. Okay. Um, we're a little bit early, but I'll take it. We have, uh, actually, before I say, I just want to thank Kurt and the guests that we've had uh, already. Also, I want to thank Tom Ficklin for allowing this uh, space to be had and these people to have a voice in the platform um, again and a great uh, facilitator here and engineer, Harry Dross. Um, up next, we have uh, Matt Cano from the University of Bridgeport and Goodwin uh, University to discuss um, the ENUT program and, and things that they're doing in the city of Bridgeport, the uh, University of Bridgeport in the reentry community. Matt, you there with us? I'm here. How All right, here. There you go. Nice, if you nice. just want to introduce yourself and just give a little short bio, you know, where you're from, what you're doing, um, and how you got here, and then we'll get into <laughs> talking about uh, the Reentry Entrepreneurial Program. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, pleasure to be here. Uh, my name's uh, Dr. Matt Connell, or Matt. Um, I'm the Undergraduate Program Director for Business at the University of Bridgeport. I was at Goodwin University up in East Hartford as the Undergraduate Business Director there for five years prior to coming down to Bridgeport, so. Awesome, awesome. Well, welcome to the city of Bridgeport and uh, we're happy to have you. I know you're doing some good work. I was uh, uh, pleased to attend uh, one of the, the, the graduation ceremonies. Um, and just, yeah, tell us about the program and how it was proceeding. Yeah, so thanks so much, Cheryl. Um, so yeah, so, so the ENET program, which stands for the Entrepreneurial Network, um, is an 18 credit college program that helps individuals that have been or currently are justice involved um, learn the skills they need to start, run, grow, and manage their own business. 
Um, so we we get into marketing, management, accounting, personal finance, business law, and then we wrap it all up with um, the students creating their their business plan and presenting their business pitch um, to a live audience of of people. Um, and so that is that is kind of the program in an overview. Okay. And uh, how many how many students uh, in the first cohort, or how many students generally will you have in a semester? So or is the class a semester long? I don't even. Know yeah. So that. good good questions, Earl. So the class the program is two semesters long, so it's nine nine credits each semester. Mm -hmm. um, we are in our sixth cohort right now, all together. So I've so at Bridgeport, we're in into our second cohort. First cohort just finished as as um, Earl was mentioning, he got to come and watch their presentations. Um, the second cohort is halfway through their program. We just started this morning, another cohort of 15 individuals up at Sobolski Correctional Facility up in Enfield. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've done um, cohorts that are on Goodwin's campus, UB's campus, and cohorts that co-mingle individuals in facility with individuals on campus. Okay. and. So once an uh, individual goes through this um, programming, what can they expect to occur or how are, who are they, as you said, entrepreneur or network, who are they networked with? Who are they connected to? How does that work? Yeah, it's a great question. So our goal is to connect entrepreneurs, not just to each other, so that they can support each other while they're starting and growing their businesses. Um, mm -hmm. as, as uh, we all know if anybody that's tried to start a business or is a business owner, it can be lonely, lonely out there um, as an entrepreneur. And so um, it's it's always good to have other entrepreneurs to talk to and feed off of and talk about the struggles that come up um, when you own and are trying to run your own business. But we also try to connect um, the entrepreneurs to professionals in you know accounting, business law. Um, Excuse me. Individuals that can help them as help assist them with with other aspects of their business, contract um, writing, negotiations, intellectual property, um, and stuff like that. Okay. So, so it's 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 a formal and informal network, kind of all at once. Okay. So, so with that being said, how has the city of Bridgeport um, been helpful or conducive? environment for for you guys to to get this program up and running and, su and successful yeah so i mean we wouldn't be running the program right now without um without the city of bridgeport's involvement we we were very fortunate um largely because of of you earl um but we were very very fortunate to to receive funds from um the federal government through the city of bridgeport to run three cohorts of the program mm -hmm. and the city in general has been extremely receptive. Um, you know, we've partnered with a bunch of nonprofits um, to both help um, our students with the resources as well as to find students. So workplace success group, workplace success, um, or the workplace is, mm -hmm. is a partner of ours. Um, Home of the Braves is a partner of ours. Um, another of a number of other nonprofits um, in the community. And we're always looking to extend our network. Yeah, no doubt. Um, definitely look forward to to doing more work with you and with the leadership and guidance of uh, Mayor Gannon. Um, I think 
the future looks bright. You know, we, we want to get some of those numbers uh, for the success rate that you have with your folks. We also want to make sure we get those folks that have graduated successfully through the program um, some assistance through the small and minority business uh, department as well. And then just other issues that they may encounter um, being from the reentry community. Um, the Mirrors Initiative for Reentry Affairs would definitely like to help out as much as we can. I know I've been uh, talking to several of the folks that um, were at the graduation class and a couple of people that were in the new cohort um, that I've been talking to. So it's, it, I think it's a definitely a great program and a great partnership. Thanks so much. Appreciate that, Earl. Um, so question. So with the funding that you guys receive, um, what would we be looking at to, to really structure this so i mean I, I would like to say in perpetuity but you know nothing is forever <laughs> nothing is perfect but how, how, how would that look you think um yeah i mean so it's always a good question right so so up at goodwin we just started a cohort like i said at sobolski and mm -hmm. that actually right now that is that is coming from institutional funding which is fantastic like mm -hmm. from the school itself um but as far as how to keep this program going, we're always looking for funders. We're always looking for grants or, and or, right, in my ideal world, we get like a LeBron or a Shaq or somebody mm -hmm. to step up and, and endow the program so it can live um, in, in perpetuity. That's, that's a thought. So if that's you know anybody, reach. Earl, right, if you know anybody that's got that reach, man, let me know. I, I I can't make any promises, man. I'll see, I'll see what I can do. All right. I mean, so, so you, you asked about success rate, right? Like in the cohort that just graduated, we only had one student not make it through. Okay. Um, out of out of the cohorts so far that we've run, like our grad rate is extremely high. We have um right now we've got about 20, 20 businesses that have been started. Mm -hmm. Um students going on to further their education. So um, you know, recidivism rates are, are very low for, for people coming out of the program. So again, anybody that's interested in, in having a conversation about how to make this program bigger and more, more um, sustainable, I'm always happy to sit down with. No, that's great. And I know that you and I are going to have some meetings offline to discuss, you know, how the city could better partner uh, with that, taking a look at the numbers uh, so we can make some justifications uh for budgets and i know because the, the, the initial funding for this came out um from uh the the arpa funding the american uh rescue act funding and so i know that covers that the, the, um what was allocated was seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars over three years so we want to make sure um every as everybody does we want to make sure the money's going to a good reason and that it's being used properly and yada 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 but i know i've seen it with my own eyes uh these people uh, that are doing the work, going to the class and following up and doing what you're asking them to do. And um, I, I see them all being successful. So that, it's a great start. I look forward to uh, doing more work like that. With you yeah, that's awesome, Mario. Thank you. And I mean, like, well, we've been talking, I've gotten three three different, uh, two, co two calls and a text from three different people from the program. One from the very first cohort. Mm. He's, running, he's running an amazing nonprofit, helping in other people that come home. Um, up in the Hartford area, um, and two from the from the cohort that you just saw present as well. So, um, yeah, so always in contact with people. All right, no, that's amazing. You guys are doing great work. Um, like I said, we'll be connecting offline to see how we can push this further and expand awesome. it. 
Well, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about the program, Earl. Thanks so much. Absolutely, doctor. You take it easy. You too. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Thanks. for joining us. Yep. All right. Bye. So, you know, we've had um, several different looks at people doing work in the community and the entry on the front lines um, from uh, Mr. Keith Smith to uh, Kirk Wesley to Dr. Uh, Connell right there. Um, I'm going to try to see if we can get our uh, last guest on because I know they have a very important message as well. Just give me one second here, Barry. Um, this is Harry Droz, and you're listening to WMHHLP 3.5 FM. Keep the darkness away from your heart. It slowly enters in, and then it crawls you apart. Spark your flame until your fire explodes You won't be scared if you're led by the light and hope Don't let the weight of this world Don't let it get you Don't let it get you Forgive like you've never been hurt And peace will find you Yes, peace will find you start with sharing this uh, video. I did get in contact with our guests. They're having some issues. Uh, hopefully they can join us, but I'm going to give a quick snippet of a couple of trailers to their new documentary uh, on the front lines out of Hartford. So let's take a quick listen. And the stigma against opioid use drives people into the shadows. It causes them to shoot up behind dumpsters and behind locked bedroom doors. And when we find them, often it's too late. We responded to over 300 active scenes last year. My team. We need to saturate the community and provide the information to reduce the stigma so people are not scared to respond to overdoses. I've seen her like OD like eight different times, but we keep Narcan on us. So that is a uh, trailer for episode two of the front lines. And basically they discussed that the first two waves of the opioid epidemic, prescription pills and heroin respectively rocked the nation to its core, resulting in tens of thousands of deaths and many, many more lives foreborn. Yet with the third wave, the rise of synthetics, specifically fentanyl, the threat of death and decay have grown 100 fold Harm reduction, a philosophy and effective set of methods employed to reduce the harms of drug use is controversially seen as enabling by many. The prevalence of use, trade, and death toll that fentanyl has taken on the, in the community pushes Mark Jenkins to consider new tactics in the fight to save lives. A hundred times stronger than heroin, fentanyl has posed an increasingly dangerous challenge for Mark and CTHRA for the last seven years, never so much through as the times during and after the 2020 shutdown. 
Uh, so that was one of the uh, topics that was discussed um, with uh, the front lines um, on episode one. I'm going to play a quick. I'm going to play the trailer for episode one, and then I believe they have an upcoming episode three as well. The most violent aspect of Hartford is the violence of poverty, the violence of structural racism. Continue to live in a war zone that we can stop from being a war zone. These young men life for greatness. It could have been you. The devil don't have no, no nothing good but believe me. Episode three, which I don't believe is uh, up yet. And you a fool for this one. We put up walls and we learn how to deal with each other in between those walls, and that become a norm. Like my life over, yo, and I'm trying to walk out of the courtroom, and my mom said softly that, yo, your life ain't over, and I never forgot that. So those were the uh, trailers to the uh, programming for the front lines. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to have uh, the, the gentleman behind uh, the gentleman, the two gentlemen behind that documentary series. But um, we will have another opportunity, I'm sure. Uh, I look forward to having them up here. All right. Thanks again to. Tom Ficklin and Harry Joss, and uh, everybody have a blessed day. As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you going, better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version Whoa. I'm never gon' give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, yeah Cause this is my road Let's camera action already